Hey mama, welcome to the Mom with Purpose podcast. I'm Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former teacher turned full-time work-at-home mom, and now I'm on a mission to inspire other moms to combine their passions with their purpose. If you're searching for more meaning in your life, or you're ready to take that leap of faith, you're in the right place. This podcast is here to inspire you, give you the tools and resources that you need to capture your purpose, and to go out there and live the most positive and purpose-fueled life. I hope that when you listen to this podcast, you feel like you're sitting down with your best friend. So put in your earbuds and turn up that volume and let's dive in. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Mom with Purpose podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today to share this message with you before we dive in. I want to make sure I am mentally reminding myself it is like I posted note on my desktop right now to read the review of the week. I get so excited to pour into you guys and to share the content that I always forget to do this, but I want to make sure that I'm doing it. So I put a sticky note on my desktop, read the review of the week, Aubrey. So here it goes. This one is a five-star review. It's titled Inspired and it's from Nikki Bird One. And she says, I love this podcast. So glad I stumbled upon it and I leave feeling inspired. I subscribe so I wouldn't miss any. Thank you so much. Leaving a review is one of the biggest compliments you can give me. It keeps me going. It shows me that you love what I'm doing and pouring out, and it's just like a huge thank you. So if you have not left a review yet, what are you waiting for, girl? Go ahead and head over to iTunes, leave a review. It's super easy. Just share your favorite episode or maybe what you take away from this podcast. It would mean so much to me, and I would appreciate it. Okay, I am so excited to dive into the content. We are in the year 2020, and I have been so excited about 2020. Leading up to it, there was so much anticipation. Everyone was talking about it. This new decade, new year, new you, all this stuff. And I really got excited and and kind of jumped into this too, thinking, oh my gosh, all these things are going to happen. And what it really boils down to for me is 2020 is reminding myself that if I want to help people, if I want to you know, be that guiding post for someone or to be that helping hand for someone, it starts with me. And I have to make sure that I am doing what it is that I'm asking other people to do or that I am leading by example. That's been like a huge thing, you know, practice what you preach. And as a teacher, as a former teacher, you know, that's a huge thing. Like I have to be the one that's leading by example. So if I want my listeners or I want the people that I'm working with or helping, if I want them to do X, Y, and Z, I need to make sure that I am doing that too so that they see that this is what she's doing. This is how it's impacted her. This is how it's changed her. This is how it's changing her because I do not feel by any means that I am this person who is far off and and is is so, you know, reaching the top, you know, shelf. I am right there with you. I'm just learning as I'm going and I'm sharing what I know and sharing as I grow. But one of the things that I really want to talk to you about today is the practice of gratitude and maybe shift your mind a little bit about gratitude and how you really need to make the choice and make the effort of putting gratitude at the forefront of what you do every single day. And I used to, I I definitely feel like I'm a grateful person. There's so many things in my life to be grateful for. But until I actually started doing this practice, I didn't really realize how much I was missing out on and how much this practice really shifted things for me and really put things in perspective to me. Because 
we get to choose how we handle situations. We get to choose whether we see the good or the bad. And I will definitely say that I'm a person who tries to see the good in every single situation because that's the harder thing to do, you guys. It is so easy. I Believe me, it is way, way, way easier to see the negative, to see the not so good outcome, to see why, you know, and to just throw up your hands and say, of course this is happening to me. You know, this always happens to me. And Why should I expect everything different? We have to choose to, number one, have a positive outlook on life, but also we need to choose to anticipate positivity in any situation that we go to. Instead of thinking of all the things that could go wrong and all the things that might come out of this that might have a negative outlook, I want you to start anticipating positivity. Whatever situation you go into, a new job, a new career, um, a new relationship, a new fitness journey, whatever it is that you're embarking on, I want you to automatically start to anticipate positivity. I want you to start thinking, what great things are going to come out of this? What exciting things are going to come out of this? What positive things are going to come out of this? Okay? Because it's very easy to focus on the negativity, like I said. And I want you to kind of take an assessment of yourself right now. Are you a person who focuses on the negative? Are you the person who sees the negative in situations as opposed to seeing the positive or seeing the good or seeing what bright thing might come out of maybe a not so great situation? And I almost hate using that word negative in my life because I think it automatically brings my mind to a place of of negativity. And so I like to use words like not so great because are these situations always ideal? No, but the way that I try to look at things too is things could always be so, so much worse for me. They're really not that bad. So I don't like to use the word like this is so negative, this is a negative situation. Sometimes if things aren't going the way that I wish they would have, I like to use the word not so good. And we've talked about that before. If you follow me on social media, I talk about shifting the vocabulary that you use either in your mind or out loud, how that can have such a lasting impact on your life. Because when you choose to use words that have that negative connotation around it, I truly believe it automatically breeds more negativity. It automatically attracts more negativity. I truly believe that if you have a positive outlook on things, if you choose to see the good, you will attract more good into your life. I just think, I just truly believe that because when I really started trying to not focus on the negative side of things and really started to see, well, what's what's one positive thing that could come out of this, even if it wasn't the most ideal situation, okay? I'm gonna be vulnerable and honest with you. Back in October, my son had to go through a lot of different evaluations. If you remember from my first episode, I talked about my son being speech delayed and It has not been an easy journey at all. It's been very rocky, very up and down, highs and lows, lots of emotion. And back in October, he had to go through a lot of different evaluations. And it was a really hard place to be in because it focused on the things that my son couldn't do as opposed to things that he could do. And me being the positive person that I am, I don't like to focus on, well, he can't do this, this, or this, or he is not doing this when his peers are doing that. I like to focus on, wow, you know, like three weeks ago, my son didn't have the K or the G sound and now he does. That is a huge improvement. So it was really hard to not let my mind go into that place of negativity when all this was happening. And it seemed like all you could see was the negative side of having a son that's speech delayed and going through this and watching him struggle and all those things. But what I chose to do was to see the positive side of this and to recognize 
if he didn't have to go through these things, if we weren't going through with the evaluations, he wouldn't be getting the help that he needs and he wouldn't be progressing like he is. Obviously, we wish it was way faster than what it is, but the fact that we're seeing progress is a direct correlation to the fact that we've had to go through some of these negative things like getting these evaluations and these testings for him because that's going to lead to the positive outcome. So in those situations, it's very easy to get down and to get negative and to not feel like the outcome is what you want it to be. But when you choose to try to find the good or try to find the positive in the situation, it helps to bring you out of that negativity. And now that I do it so much, it just because it's just second nature to me. Like we we might have a situation that seems kind of dark and seems kind of dim. I choose to say, okay, what good is going to come out of this? What is the good that I can see in this? And I usually am able to find something, even if it's very small. It doesn't have to be this big, huge, positive outcome. It can be a very small thing. But when you are looking for things to be positive and to be grateful for, you are going to find things to be grateful for. And when you do that, when you continue to do that on a daily, daily basis, you will, it'll just become such second nature. And even if it was a not so great day or a not so great week or a not so great month, you will be able to find positive things when you try to look for them. And if you actually sit down and try to find, okay, what was something positive that came out of today, even though it wasn't a great day, it'll, it'll become so much easier too. So I'm going to get down to the meat and potatoes of what this practice is that I have been doing. And there's a couple different ways to do this. There's no right or wrong way to do this. I think it's whatever is going to work best for you. I'm going to share what I do, and maybe this will totally stick with you, and you'll pick it up, and you'll think, oh, gosh, this is great. I want to do this. Or maybe you'll say, I want to tweak it a little bit so it fits more in my lifestyle. I'm going to give you a couple different examples of what you can do, and then you can go ahead and decide the best way to move forward with this. But I would really try to incorporate this into your 2020 because I think in order to achieve all these great things that we want to do and reach all these new heights and reach all these new goals, it starts with you and it starts with changing you and your outlook and your perspective on things and how you approach different situations. Hey girl, if you've been listening to me for a while, you've been loving the tips and tricks that I share on this podcast, and you are looking for a more intimate way to be able to connect with me, maybe so that I can help you work through a problem, solve a problem that you're currently in right now, why don't we jam on a 30-minute coaching session? I have just opened up a very select few sessions for this month, and I want to extend the invitation to my podcast listeners because if you're listening to this, you're tried and true, you know my style, and you know how much this could benefit you and your business. I want to help you overcome your mindset blocks that are keeping you stuck, that are keeping you from reaching that goal or staying positive or being productive. I want to help you work through that. So if you would love to jam with me for 30 minutes, let's chat through your biggest problem that's going on right now, your, the biggest thing that's keeping you stuck, go ahead and email me at hello at aubreymalik.com. That's my email address, hello at aubreymalik.com. We can chat, I can set everything up for you, and we can have a fabulous time just jamming together and working one-on-one. So I'll leave the link in the show notes for you if this is something you would be interested in. I would love to help you solve your problem. Okay, so what I want you to start focusing on this year and to be trying to anticipate positivity and look for positivity and look for things to be thankful and grateful for is to actually sit down and write those things down. Now, for me, writing them down 
that's the way I like to roll. Some people are digital people and they like to type it out in their notes section. Some people just kind of like to speak it. Maybe they stand in front of a mirror and speak it out. But I like to write it down because number one, when I write something down, it sticks with me. It kind of like it molds itself into my brain. But also the art of writing something down It's very therapeutic for me, and so I really enjoy doing that. But also, here's the big thing for me, and this could very well, if if you save it in your notes and you save it for a whole year, that's fine too, but it allows me something to refer back to and to look back to. I just finished using up my planner and my journal from the year of 2019, and I spent a good hour just kind of going through that planner and kind of seeing where I came from and what I've accomplished in the year and all these things that I've been grateful for and and positive things that have come into my life, and it really helps me put things back into perspective. But again, to each their own, I'm not going to say you have to write it down. I think that that's a really great way to do it. It allows you some time to you know, disconnect from the phone, disconnect from the digital space and get back to pen and paper. I'm a huge component of pen and paper of, you know, real life hard copies of books, you know, instead of I don't love doing everything digital. I know that it all has great benefits. Anyways, I'm getting off on a tangent here. Do what works best for you. But I would encourage you to sit with your journal, your notebook, whatever it is that you choose to do and to write down three things that you are grateful for every day. And like I said, they don't have to be these big things. They don't have to be these monumental things that happen. They could be super small things. And I'm going to share a couple of my things that I've written down that have been very seemingly small, but they've been things that I am grateful for. And they're make it, again, they make it so that I'm able to find things to be grateful for every single day. Now, if daily seems like a lot for you, that's totally okay too. I would encourage you to at least be doing this weekly, to at least be looking back on your week and finding three. And if you're, maybe if you're doing it weekly, I would say find five things that you're grateful for, five things to be thankful for, five things to find the positive um, outlook on. But if you can do it daily, I think that that's going to make a bigger impact on you and you're really going to see how this practice is going to change your life if you do it. But again, I I don't want to say that this is the hard knock way that you have to do it as a teacher. I've always been, I like to show different approaches and different ways to things. So do what works best for you. If daily works, great. I think that that's awesome. If you just don't see that's something that you can incorporate into your day, then great. I want you to at least start out with doing it weekly. Start doing it weekly, finding five things. So I want to share a couple of things that I have written down. Again, they are not huge things. Some of them are but some of them are really small. So two things that I wrote down from this week that I was grateful for, I wrote that I'm grateful for my husband who helps me organize and run the house so that I can devote time to doing things that are my passion, which is this podcast and helping others. My husband is a huge support and help and without him, I would not be able to do it. And then the other thing I wrote down was that I'm thankful and grateful that I got to stay home with my boy when he was sick. Now, some people could say, oh my gosh, like, my kid is sick, they're not sleeping, they're extra cranky, da da da. Like they can focus on all the negative things, all the negative outlooks. But I am grateful and thankful that I have the ability to be able to stay at home with him so that I could be the one that takes care of him. Now, this also brought on something else that was a challenge, which it put me behind on my work time that I should have been in the office focusing on my work. I was focusing on him, but I'm still grateful and thankful that I was able to be the one that was with him when he was sick because I also know that I have the flexibility of being able to, when he's napping, I can go up and do a little bit of work. So writing those things down helped me to focus on the positive. I could have chose to focus on the negative. Oh my gosh, he's sick. He's got a fever. 
but I'm choosing to focus on the positive that I get to be the one that takes care of him. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot of positive things that can come out of even a not so great situation. A big one that I wrote down last week was I was just saying, I'm grateful for having one year of business, even though it's brought highs and lows and low points and all that stuff. I am grateful that I have been in a year of business because I didn't know when I started my business if it would turn into a lifelong thing. And the fact that I've made it a year and that I'm still going a year strong and that things are even better than what they were last year, it just is so much proof to me. And I want to make sure that I'm showing gratitude for that because there are going to be moments this year, I know, where there will be low moments and not so great situations and I'll be trying to navigate and if I know that I'm grateful for it and I'm grateful for the fact that I get to do this every day, not that I have to, but I get to, that helps me to put things in perspective and again to continue to have that positive outlook which will help me to attract a positive life and I truly believe that positive attracts positive negative attracts negative. So if you are someone who focuses on the negative, I would encourage you to try to incorporate this practice into your life because I don't think people who focus on negative, I don't think they truly want to be negative people. It's just like I said at the very beginning of this episode, it is the easier thing to do. So it's going to take a little bit of more work (laughs) to focus on the positive, but I believe that when you do, you will find yourself being so much more grateful, so much more happy. You will be that person that attracts joy in a room. And I think that that's truly what every person, you know, wants. Every person in this world wants to be happy and wants to have a positive life. It's just so much easier to get pulled down into that negativity. So you have to make the choice. You have to choose to do this, you have to choose on how you handle situations. And I think by incorporating a gratitude practice into your life, you will find that that will help you to recognize the positivity. And then, like I said, when you are looking for things to be grateful for, when you're looking for things that are positive, you are going to find those things. Those things are going to come up. And it might be hard for you at first to do this practice. You might be like, I don't really know what things to be grateful for today. It was a really sucky day. Once you do this more and you incorporate it more, it'll come easier to you. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you try to incorporate this. If you can do it daily, I think that's amazing. Even if daily does not seem feasible for you right now, try it weekly. Sit down, whatever works for you, paper, pen, digital, speaking out loud, whatever works. I hope that you incorporate this into your day and watch the positive effects that it has on your life it will have positive effects on your life. I know it because I've seen it in my own life. If you choose to dedicate time to doing this, it can't be something you do for a week and then fall off. You have to be willing to do this every single day or every single week, whatever choice it is for you, but dedicate time, commit to it, and watch your life flourish. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Insta stories, and be sure to tag me at Aubrey Mallet. That way I can share you in my Insta stories as well. And if you're loving this show, I would so appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a review. These reviews mean the world to me, and it helps me reach more mamas just like you. Catch you on the flip side, mama.